Greetings, dear Earth family. Today, I want to share with you something new. I started a new podcast called Accession Stories that is in video form as well. You could find it on my YouTube channel, which is called Quantum Musings. Musings as in inspiration. And this will be the audio form on this podcast. And this is, uh, yeah, this is my first episode. And my intention is to have guests come on to talk about their ascension story, about their path, about how they, how they, because it's, it's not exactly the easiest um, road to travel. So it's about exploration and healing and, and discovering, <laughs> changing. So there's definitely positives and negatives. It's, it's everything, multifaceted. And in this first episode, our beautiful guest talks about magic, about her, her instances where, you know, because she has a, she has, she has a very logical mind and, you know, these are just like, aha moments where just like, wow, yeah, magic does exist. Amazing. So this is going to be the first episode. And then from here on, we'll see how things develop further. And my goal is to have people talk about more of a personal experience from here on. And I'll throw a couple of things here and there. Um, you know, a little variety with these guests, these wonderful people that want to share their story. And I'll still most likely be doing my own voice recordings, my own my own uh, gems of info that I enjoy sharing with you guys. But yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how everything develops. <sighs> anyway, you guys enjoy this very first episode. I hope you, I, I hope, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. And here we go. So the one time I was out with a friend who I also didn't quite know very well. And I went for this little walk. And the day before I had, um, so we went, we went to this, um, it's like a little, Airbnb about a tree house with a this beautiful uh, wild fig tree with these roots that hang down like that avatar tree but not like glowing just just these roots hanging and I sat down and something fell on the floor and I went and I picked it up and my my curl kind of got stuck in the tree and it was hanging there and he pointed out, oh, it's like an avatar. And I started laughing. How funny you should say that because avatar has been on my mind the whole week already after I was watching Seaspiracy and my heart was just broken. And I was like, man, I wish I could speak to Mother Nature and just like an avatar, tell all the animals like, fight back, you can do this. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, that's a funny coincidence. So I thought, hey, you know, why don't I give this a go? I had just figured out how to do a little bit of remote viewing with a few codes on the internet. And so I thought, why don't I uh, ask the tree? Maybe I'll just close my eyes and see what happens. So this tree gave me this vision of a valley with a few mountains. And in front of it, there was a little fence with a few trees and a little gate, like a little rainbow gate. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, cool. And then I went about again. And the next morning we went to get some breakfast and all the places were taken and the grass was wet. So we thought, ah, it's a new little town. Let's just go take a walk. So we go off, take a walk. And lo and behold, there's the actual mountain with the gates that we then walked through. And it's an ancient sacred site where they, 
then later on kept the sheep but the next day I went back on my own because the first time I, the tree kind of told me to go a specific way which I then didn't go because there were bushes and my friend was like no let's rather go on the road you know <laughs> like normal people but then the next day I was barefoot and I was in my element and I'm just walking the way that the tree told me and then I get there and there was this man with this like bag of pine cones on his back and a saw um and he walked past he's like yeah my ancestors were here long ago there's been quite a lot of like racial division between from what happened a long time ago so he still had like a lot of pain in his heart from that and so I said do you want to come join me because I was like sitting in the middle of this little circle of rocks and he said yeah and he like put down his like saw in his like bag and he came and joined me and he was telling me all these stories of the land and I was like it's beautiful you know the only place like reason I found this place is because the tree quite literally showed me <laughs> and he's like close your eyes I'm like okay so I close my eyes and he says read your palms like you're reading a book so I'm like reading and it just it was so much energy in this place like my eyes were flickering the whole time and it was just movement going horizontally and I'm like I can't make anything out there's so much energy here and then at some point it went upwards like an elevator going up and then he said open your eyes and as I'm opening my eyes above me this like eagle swoops past with a like pigeon next to it and I'm like no ways and he goes you won't believe me if I told you this but this happens every single time my son does this as well so I'm like what amazing <laughs> so that was probably one of the times I was like okay things are not so random anymore <laughs> really not yeah yeah it's, it's absolutely really yeah quite amazing yeah all we have to do is kind of like you know, like, listen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If we have questions, the universe will always spew them out. And the more questions we have, the more little moments happen that we can then start picking up. And it's really just like taking a breather, stepping out of the space of the hustle and the bustle in the day, and really just like seeing and observing completely objectively to how we've been socially conditioned to observe and see. I think. Yeah, we've been we've been taking uh we've we've had our mag magic taken away, you know. Yeah, completely connected and know and see and relate and all that stuff. Not yeah, tell me what to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I mean in in the UK, I saw there were these children who get completely blindfolded. And they're playing ball games, they're reading books, they know exactly what this person is testing them on before they've even like seen it. It's amazing. And like they say the on the other end of the telephone, the mother will be like, Yeah, I know she, that child like only really knows who's on the other end, what that person's wearing, where they are, what they're doing, knows everything. But like, how? <laughs> so these are like these little innate gifts that we were all born with, but that have been slowly conditioned out of it through society by people saying that's not possible you're not able to do that I mean I've been fighting with this my whole life basically going like but how's that possible like how's that actually possible because they, they've always been like a lot of dreams and a lot of premonitions and psychic connections with other people where my mom would just always know when I was in trouble every single time and she would have these terrible dreams so I'm like oh my word that actually did happen <laughs> almost but yeah thankfully the one the one the one time I was completely like out of it in the party zone and I crossed the road like didn't look and it was raining and there was this red car that came and my hand like touched the bonnet so I almost got hit but I didn't and I didn't even really notice it it didn't like register and I just like kept walking and then she woke up I didn't come home that evening I only came home the next day and she woke up in the middle of the night like four in the morning like with sweat and like terrible nightmare that I had been ridden over by this red car like oh my gosh my sister then told me the next day and I'm like no ways <laughs> but how is that possible I mean if we're physically just these three-dimensional creatures who only exist in this physical realm that's not physically possible it's like science goes you're not allowed to be able to do that that's not physically possible you know we become compost then how is this actually possible how gotta start asking these questions and then as soon as I started asking the answers were just like ah! <laughs> and then it just kept going 
Because yeah. yeah. in the more you get, the more questions you start having. <laughs> okay. And I'm I'm thinking it's not even it's not even just like you know that we are conditioned from childhood. Not only that, but I feel like through our generations, you know, we're just like yeah. conditioned to be definitely. You know, so yeah. so if you come from a family of let's say, uh, you know, magical people, I'm gonna call them. You know, so you'll you'll have the the gifts more um, in your life. But if like generation after generation, you guys have not, you know, been connected, you know, so it will be right. difficult to, to get back there. I'm not sure That's what my true. history is like. Uh, my gifts are, are there. And I feel like there's definitely some kind of magic going on through my family. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to get, getting more stuff back. Like here and there, like, I'll just like, my precognition is getting stronger like I'll you know like I'll know something it'll happen I'm just like wow yes I love it when this happens (laughs) I adore I adore so um yeah when would you say your uh your ascension started if you had to guess um quite oddly enough it actually feels like it started before I was born um, and this is actually just a very small section of my whole ascension. And but for me consciously to be like start realizing all of it is actually was last year. So it's been one very full year for me, like where it was just like a lot of catching up and a lot of like, where have you been going? Like, what way? What have you been doing? Um, and then it's just a lot of information that comes and I'm a naturally very inquisitive and curious person so I never stop asking ever (laughs) and then with that comes yeah but I think it's also like a lot of the stuff is is through choices so all these small little individual choices we make throughout the day make a huge difference so one of the one of the almost like ascension keys I think in my opinion like all of this is very personal and I think it's really hard so hard to actually speak about it for the general of us because we're so unique it's like there's just that one soul in everyone's like individual ascension dimension basically or like reality that it's like there cannot ever really be any one person who fully gets it because that's within all of us. And we all have to just go really far in and go like, oh, wait a minute, (laughs) that thing. So like trusting the intuition and like this whole like spiritual guru is just always such nonsense. Like as soon as I look to any other outsource things, it's just always on a different mountain that I'm trying to climb whilst all I had to do was just realize that I am the mountain and I just have to realize how high that mountain actually is. And I think as soon as we all start realizing like, who, what, what are we doing? It's like this whole like race towards the light. It's like, but what is the light? Where are we going? Like we're actually going, stabilizing and figuring out who we really are. So it's a tough one. Um, but from, from my personal point of view, like very individualized, I think we, we have had to make a choice, um, like on a very deep soul level, it's like you, it's like making a choice of free choice, but without realizing that there is free choice, do we even know what free choice really is? So first we have to freely choose freedom of choice so that we can continue to have infinitely free choice of our reality and all of the experience, including who we are, what we're ascending as, what we're doing and why we're here. It's like, it's very confusing. It's like almost like picking between neither cornflakes nor wheat picks, but just deciding, wait a minute, I actually have the choice to not have to make a decision at all. And that is already a decision into a more freedom-based choosing system. And then small other little choices will start picking up, uh, popping up in our realities. And we can then make new individual choices based on that. And I think that's how we can like work our way back into the the little like, you know, the comfy space. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's why I really love all these online groups because it just keeps confirming this collective consciousness, which is just so sparkly. Like whenever I'm having any kind of emotion, I go online and I check and it's like, 
everyone is replying the same thing. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. It's right. Yes. It's like I can't believe it. Every time I'm still like, is this real? Surely now I will actually. <laughs> can't be a coincidence anymore. But then there's still that like human logical element that goes, no, 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 it's just coincidence. Oh, all this doubt. Um, constantly yeah. like, <laughs> but I think it's like so much confirmation how much do we need it's yeah not our angels are like there it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's good I guess like it keeps us questioning and it keeps us on our toes and I think that is gonna it's gonna be very important for all the little like tests and like almost like it's like when a new program comes out, there's always little bugs that need to be tested and fixed and like explored and see how does this work? How does that work? Do we like that? Nah, let that can be improved. And I think it's like our personalities, they're constantly getting fixed and they're constantly like changing and adapting. And yeah. If we're open so, to it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're, not, they're, they're comfortable. Yeah. Open your yeah. mind, folks. <laughs> um they'll get there <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of asking everybody if uh they were the black sheep of the family were you by any yes i love this question and all i want to say is i'm not a sheep at all i'm not black i'm not white i'm just colorful and that's i don't know that's all i can really say <laughs> awesome um so my next question is how would you personally uh describe 5d and what advice would you give to those on a journey? Firstly, trust yourself. I don't know how many times I can repeat this over and over and over and over and over. Just the inner, absolute most centered part. There's so much chitter chatter sometimes going on that it's really hard to figure out whose thoughts are these actually. I've actually had a couple of times where, especially with telepathy and remote viewing, and once those doors start opening up, we go like, oh but wait a minute if there's such a thing as a collective consciousness what if we're tapping into someone else's life and we're unnecessarily feeling sad because someone else is we have like spiritual empathy for someone else's experiences so I actually had a meditation where I've never had any like visual or auditory encounters that I know of that I can remember specifically with ghosts or aliens or extraterrestrials or past ones or I don't know but this one was very much a message that then later on was confirmed by my mom where I was sitting there and I was like I was feeling sad and I couldn't quite figure out how to navigate this because I really wanted to meditate but I also know that sometimes by meditating you can open specific portals or not depending on what you've chosen in your ascension basically but I just was in a space where I needed to like change the frequency a little bit so <clears throat> I sat there and there were like a lot of dark, negative, very uncomfortable images flashing into me. And I was like, these are my thoughts. They don't feel good. Like, I don't know where this is coming from. And it was the first time where I actually started like realizing that we do pick up on everybody else's thoughts. And even if it's something we can't see or an energy or just something that's passed in an object that's that memory is still held like in the rocks or whatever that those energies start influencing us and start giving us thoughts because thoughts are just frequencies so if we have a specific frequency we start thinking that radio station it's like a color so many topics happening at the moment sorry i'm like a little bit scattered in adhd oh. but like it's just it's just, it's just um, so I was sitting there and I got this little wave of like fuzzy, warm, almost like rose quartz energy. And the guidance that I received from that was if they, if the thoughts you're having, don't like open your heart chakra, make you want to take a huge deep breath in and out and bring tears to your eyes. You just want to have this huge grin. They're not your thoughts. You can let them go. They don't belong to you. And they're, they're actually someone else's thoughts. Um, if they don't serve you, let it all go. It doesn't matter. And I think that's a, probably one of my favorite things in the astral realm as well, because with all of that, as soon as we start holding on to negative energies, that's what we start experiencing very quickly. And I think that's also what 5D is so quickly manifesting. Like earlier on today, 
um, my mom was pulling some cards from the sacred forest deck and she pulled strength from the oak tree. And she's probably like, oh, we're going to need a lot of strength this coming year. And I'm like, nah, we've got the strength. We're good to go. I have full faith. It's all going to be fine. Um, and then there was another thing. It's like, ah, oh, 2020 is going to be rough. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, people, people would never break into war like this by themselves. Like there will never be a zombie apocalypse or civil war because as soon as anything happens, the whole neighborhood will just, you know, if something happens, like I literally said, there's like a baboon that comes in. We, we live in a, in an area where there's like lots of um, monkeys that come and steal stuff and they're quite big with like really big fangs and they start like, I don't know, they're, they're pretty dangerous sometimes. I said, as soon as there's a baboon, the whole neighborhood comes out and we start protecting and they tell each other and everybody's there and like helping out. And maybe 10 minutes after this conversation, 20 minutes, somewhere around there, literally a baboon outside and the neighbor called up my parents and was like, hey, there's a baboon outside. I'm like, just had this conversation. <laughs> How funny. Um, so these things, we're totally going to be fine. We've got the strength in us. And like navigating this whole thing was just like coming to terms with what is going on like how does this ship sail what are the what are the tools what are the how do we use our wings we've all got wings we just need to figure out how to use them and that we've even got them um like I've been flying around a little bit in the astral like I never used to fly a lot but now it's like almost every night I'm like testing my wings <laughs> it's really fun and then it's like usually I fall and I like crash or something and then at some point it'll like you know everything will just jink and you like ease down or you can go back up again or something like that so yeah I think the 5d is very it's a very non-physical place for me it's very um energy based very almost like I think the closest word I can say is metaphysical uh where it is there but it isn't there it's like a contextual language that's through normal words I don't know if this is making any sense no, it's almost like on a higher plane yeah oh. it needs like a, an underground level of frequency understanding to actually resonate and to like make sense it's a very very strange concept but yeah how do you um how do you feel about because uh my concept uh of what 5d is um uh to me it's just a an expanded consciousness to where like you're you're kind of living through the energy of your heart. Like the way I like to describe it is like your heart is a portal to, to the five, five to the fifth dimension. So basically it's just an expanded uh, consciousness to where it's not like we're leaving this physical realm. It's just, we are seeing everything with different eyes. Like for example, you being able to see the magic, right? Right, yeah. That's a person being on, on the, uh, on the uh, 5D level you know yeah. um, how do you feel about that I think it's super fun I don't even know it's like really adventurous and no. really exciting and really beautiful and we can basically make whatever we want how awesome is that we're like almost like we're all in heaven already and we can decide what would we like like it just arrives and then we have fun with it and sometimes we get like caught up in the like nitty-gritties and the dark things like man this past week was hard oh my gosh it was so hard <laughs> But all gone. I'm so glad. Did a nice cleanse. It was actually funny. Like after after Christmas, had such a horrible Christmas this year. It was really just like holding on to so much trauma and like past. Every year it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then this year I was like, you know what? I'm gonna cry my little heart out. I'm gonna take a bath and I'm gonna just let it all out. And then the pipe burst. <laughs> and now all over the neighborhoods, the pipes are bursting. <laughs> like at home and like another place we're busy on on a on a vacation house here but at home a pipe burst and like in that neighborhood a pipe burst so many burst pipes so water water is conscious and it's one of my absolute favorite um explanations of like hey there's more stuff out there than we thought there was um it's amazing the the memories it holds and like the information we can also give to the water and vice versa like we receive and we give all the time um it's really beautiful really really beautiful there's a i don't know if you've heard of the experiment that they did in stuttgart i can't remember who exactly the professor was 
but they had a whole bunch of like flowers put in water from different places of the world so tap water river water rain water all these things i might be getting the facts wrong i'm not too sure but definitely check it out um where the one day um a an, ex an, a an experimenter walked in and he was testing the water under the electron microscope which showed these beautiful sacred geometry shapes um de depending on like how what petals were put in like rose petals or which music was played i think and all kinds of other things and he looked at it and all of them looked the same so he went to his supervisor and he's like i don't know this is all looking the same i don't know what's going on um uh yesterday they were all still different and what's happening so that morning it turned out that someone had told him that a close relative of his had died and he still had to go to work and he was bottling up all these feelings and he was just feeling really 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 sad and that emotion went straight into the water wow. and it changed the molecular structure of the water which is incredible and like i can honestly say that i've had some very very interesting experiences with water as well all the elements actually fire water earth and air in in that order specifically and then spirit like lightning lightning but they do communicate and they they do they do change things i go to like regular um freedom freedom marches for like you know for like our liberation and everything um, and then one time, the first time was uh, with a fire. So I, I only figured this out afterwards because usually I go in like, la, 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 no idea what I'm doing here. I'm just here, like bringing a good vibe or something. I don't know. And then only later on, I like write everything down. So I keep a journal to make sure that I like don't miss anything, but write every little detail down. And then only afterwards, I'm like, oh, okay. And then it comes into that interpretation of like, whoa, wild. So the first day this happened, I we were walking in, in this little group of people and they all with their little banners and the police was there just kind of overseeing the situation. So this, this whole demonstration happened on a promenade right next to the ocean and the weather was super sunny and everything. And the police came in randomly and they just arrested an old lady. Like they do this to provoke the crowd so that it starts stimulating anger and then they can take photos and post it in the media of how angry and violent these freedom fighters are. So um, the whole crowd around starts chanting, shame on you, shame on you. And I'm like, oh no, this is going to go so badly. Please no, please no, please no. Um, you know, you're like, don't know, like I've never been in like a police confrontation. So I'm like, do I run? Do I stay? What do I do? And then my mom like grabs me out arm. She's like, look, 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 there's a, there's a lady. So this lady's standing on the side and she's got her eyes closed and her hands like this and she's like doing some kind of energy work and I'm like what is she doing but yes that's why we're here let's go do it so I stand there and I'm starting to sing John Lennon imagine so I'm sitting singing but I don't have a very like loud singing voice and it's kind of just getting droned out by all these like chanting masses of like shame on you shame on you and it's getting really angry and these guys are trying to like push through the police that it was it, it almost it almost derailed so um, imagine by John Lennon also changes molecular water structure. So with this in conscious mind, I thought by singing it, I could like on a molecular structure start changing all the like elements in people's bodies because I mean, we're mostly made of water. So something so little can actually have a difference then, wow. And it's just getting droned out. Nobody even heard anything. And then, I got a flashback memory. I don't know why it happened right then and there, but it just popped up. So this memory was of two weeks prior, I think it was about two weeks prior to the this, this demonstration. And I was with a friend at a Native American sweat lodge. Um, and basically they told us that there's this line that you're not allowed to cross. Um, it's between tent, crystal and fire. So between the crystal and the fire, no unauthorized, I guess, person is allowed to enter because they share different energies. And they said, it's just the grandfather spirit and the sacred ones that are getting called that then get filtered through the crystal, which then go into this teepee tent. So la la la, 
I walk in there, my soul's like, go cross that line. So I go cross the line, <laughs> completely unknowingly, all myself by the fire. And they're like, don't cross the line. That's what this whole situation is for. And I got this long, beautiful explanation, like nothing bad's going to happen. Don't worry, it's all good. Also, don't warm yourself by the fire because we don't take from the fire. We only give to it. So I'm like, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for that lesson. La la la. And then now I'm at the protest. This thing flashes back into my mind. This whole thing took about five minutes, about two to five minutes. And while I'm standing there, this is all I could do was sun behind me. So I'm like, okay, that's the fire. Then the scenario playing out in front of me, that's the tent. And then I was like, oh, of course, I have to be the crystal. So I stood there, closed my eyes and just thought thank you that we have peace and freedom and I just let the sun radiate into like my heart center and it just like flooded out and literally within seconds I'm not even kidding you seconds the whole crowd starts cheering the police walk away everybody keeps on walking all good no harm done all fine and I'm like what just happened but like my face was tingling my like the ring finger and the pinky both sides just completely tingling all the way down to my elbows like I could hear it completely faint like I was seeing stars I almost crashed into the ground I was like whoa shouldn't have wearing worn shoes you know like I gotta stay grounded but it was whack so I'm like okay something something's weird <laughs> um Amazing. and that happened about a couple of times like every so that was the first elemental like teacher of the fire and the sun which was very, very powerful. Like I very strongly resonated with that. And then the second time was water. And that time we got there, um, the police had geared up a little bit because they kind of noticed like, hey, these guys aren't so, you know, they've got some tricks up their sleeves. So they arrived there with a water cannon, um, planning on shooting people, happy protesters with little like peace and hippie signs with a water cannon. So, on this day, spontaneously or coincidentally or whatever, there's no sunshine. It's just completely overcast. And I get there and I'm like, hmm, what am I going to do? There's no sun. I can't pull the same trick twice. Also, like, I feel like I can only do it once. I don't know. It, I felt like there was something definitely working through me there. But like a conductor. Um, so I'm standing there and I'm like, okay, the ocean's pretty rough today. Um, I guess we've got enough power in that. And then I just consciously connected with the water and with the water inside of the water cannon. And lo and behold, the um, water cannon broke and the ocean calmed down. I'm not kidding. Like you, you definitely won't believe this, but like literally from like super rough stormy ocean to water cannon breaking and the ocean like getting flat. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have no words. I don't understand these things, but it happened. <laughs> And then the time after this um, was obviously an earth time. And each time we go, there's like little, little things I take along. So it's different flowers, different incenses, different clothing, like different posters every time we paint them beforehand and we put a lot of um, energy into this. So when I was at home, there was almost like a little call. It was like, do you want to pick up this rock? I like just walked past the rock, looked at it. And then I kept on walking. I don't know why I didn't pick it up, but I didn't. Mostly maybe because in that rational thought came. So the instinct was like, take that rock. And then the rational thought was like, what are you doing taking a rock to a protest? That's not a good idea. We're not going to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't want to fight. We're not here to, you know. Um, so with my little like flower band and my hair, my daisy chain, I like ran out of the house and um, we were driving and it had like a weird feeling. Uh, we were still chatting about it, but it felt secure and it felt protected. Like it actually felt a lot like there was this ancestral backing behind me. It felt super powerful. Like we had like thousands and thousands of energy beings behind us, just like holding the space. I'm like, we've got this. It feels so good. <laughs> so as we're getting into town, this is my mom and I. Um, there are these clouds these cumulonimbus clouds that have like stacked on top of each other and I still looked at them and I was like wow they look like earth giants just like huge earth giants uh don't know why I said that but clearly made sense so I get there 
this day today the weather is sunny but it's also drizzling so it was like a little combination of the first and second day which is quite interesting it's like hmm, interesting so we've got a lot of stuff the ocean was calm was super chilled and i am walking and it didn't feel bad like the police were getting a little bit more intense they were telling they would stop people and then I just walked up to them and I was like, come join us. But they, they weren't interested. And then they started getting upset because we weren't putting our masks on. So they were trying to force people to wear masks. And then we we just kept on walking. And at the end of it, stop, title, speech came back. And this whole time, like I was kind of looking at the mountain that was close by. It's like, there's a, a song called um, Start Again by Seven Lines that we were listening to on the way. It's a beautiful song, really, really beautiful. And this mountain that I was looking at is called Lion's Head. So it was just this really beautiful like lion type energy that was there. And one of the fellow protesters walks up to me and he's like, hey, how you doing? Like I've seen him at a couple of them and he passes me his lucky rock. And he's got this little crystal in it as well. So it's like a rock with a little crystal. I'm like, hey, that's cool. I like your rock. Cool. And it was also quite funny. We both had like incense. Well, not incense. Um, what is the um, uh, essential oils? Had a little like essential oil in our pockets. And he whips this out. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. I also bought mine today, but I like never ever carry this on me. And he's like, yeah, me neither. But we, I guess, both had that collective message that we needed the pack with. So he gives me his lucky rock and he's like, yeah, blah, blah. so I give it back to him. It just felt like he really wanted and needed it was his. And I'm like, I'm not going to hold on to it. You, this is yours. Um, shame. And, and he, um, he actually eventually got, he got arrested. Um, they were beating up people. They got really hectic. The earth lesson was a really tough one. I haven't quite figured it out. I don't know how to navigate through that one yet, but definitely a very strong energy. Like, hold your ground, don't move. So I'm standing there like, I didn't even pack a mask. I had no idea how I wasn't arrested, but I was standing there with my poster and everybody was just taking photos. It was very weird while the other people were getting arrested. It was a very strange scenario. And then oh, the time after that was just after a full moon, which was a red full moon. And it was so windy. They also moved the protest to another beach because this part had been like known for the police to get like really intense now. So they thought, let's move it. It's harder for the police with their water cannons to come in. And yeah, so windy, the ocean looked angry. It actually looked really frustrated. It was like backing up to the the water was also red I don't know how the water of the ocean got red but somehow the the water was red the moon was red there was so much wind and it's just the feeling was off so so many of our friends were also there so it was a very strange dynamic because you're like yeah all the people that I know and love and and then this like very intense underlying energy so when we got there it's like all these like very happy like earth-like hippie people with their like bare feet and their flowers and their beads and their drums singing and chatting and making their truths known and just you know chatting and everything and unfortunately also the police came in and started arresting people and earth and air I gotta tell you they're complicated <laughs> but then um a couple of I think about last month yeah it was in November it was the spirit the spirit one and, and this one was quite beautiful actually and I I don't know how this happened but someone sends um a, a dear friend of mine she sent a a video on one of the the group chats and it was a song from Mylan beautiful singing and I listened to it and I was like oh this is wonderful and there was lightning outside it was this thunderstorm building and I'm like mm. and then one of the meditations came through where I think it was actually on the Schumann chat where you um you fill your cup of water and you say everything that has been taken me in my life I now drink and you you take and you say it three times and then vice versa you then say everything that I have taken I now give back to the world and then you empty your cup so I did this but the first time I took water um, out of the out of the rain, the, the, the fish tank, I think. Can't remember. Got it somewhere. <laughs> and I just did my little ritual under the water and I poured it out. And then I let the the rain water from the thunder and lightning like fill this cup. 
but that obviously took a while so I walked around the garden and I just like felt the storm and I was standing in it and I just got these little like epiphanies of like wait a minute what would happen if I was I was also busy watching the Avatar series which is I love that series it's so cool what would happen if I was now to be hit by lightning like instead of holding it holding it all in just sending it down into the earth and then on like another shift it was like wait a minute that is actually happening all the time except I don't have to physically manifest that from happening it is happening in a five-dimensional sense where it's not a 3d bolt of lightning going it's actually five-dimensional and it was such a beautiful grounding but like an etherical grounding where I don't know how but they were like mandalas on the floor and I'm like I was completely non absolutely pure you know so very interesting it also it also like told me about a white fern and I was like hey that's cool I didn't know lightning makes white ferns and plants but apparently it's a thing and then after this whole thing had happened I walked back to my computer and I looked at the autoplay next YouTube video that had popped up by itself and it was this girl standing with like lightning coming out of her hands I'm like what no ways this is so wild <laughs> and then that evening I went to like a hot spring like a natural hot spring where there were just thunder and lightning shows in the background and there were two people in the pool with me and then eventually after they all left I went and I took a cold swim and I came back and the whole sky had completely cleared like it was raining the whole time and as soon as everyone was gone it just cleared out it's like whoa we are so connected to the elements but we like somehow just ignore it the whole time yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been some wild experiences <laughs> It's, yeah, it's also amazing. Um, yeah, so the whole water thing. Um, so I, I was wondering, like, I, I had this theory, and I had this conversation with some people, like, water, I feel like water holds consciousness, like, like, yes. like, like, everything has water in it, you know, everything that's alive has water in it. Um, what is that part of our brain uh, that holds the... Okay um so the stem or there's like basically there's there's something i think that surrounds the pineal there's like i forget what area it is it's it's around it's the, the hypothalamus and the thalamus and this i think I the thyroid think is here no i think it's like a like basically it's so, something with, uh with the, like in this area that um it's just basically all water almost basically you know what? and it's, it makes sense you know wow. we're all water that's like and just like like I said everything that's that's alive is water so you know is consciousness actually living like in the water you know right could be <laughs> that's you know? very possible I think I think they're definitely somehow connected I do believe that crystals are also conscious though there was a podcast that I listened to by a I think it was on quantum gravity research and what they were saying was that what do we define as consciousness and what is actually you know where do we draw the line of what is sentient what is conscious like you know if if a plant is conscious because it has the will to grow it can reproduce it has all these beautiful ways of living where does it end because I mean a crystal also grows a crystal also has the will to expand and so does a tornado or a sun so technically according to those you know underlying rules they are all actually also alive and I think our entire environment is us and is a reflection of elements within us and I think that's probably why there's like everything is consciousness the only thing that is alive is infinite so infinity is life so only life is the only thing that will always keep going because it seeks to always expand and always grow so anything that is growing is life and is also infinite to expand it even further like everything's energy That's yeah like, you know it's <laughs> everything it's, you know, the yeah. it's alive with right. energy. um yeah. yeah it's it's fascinating yeah. and um yeah when it comes to like everything that's 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 our reality um so supposedly um 
like I kind of got into some stuff recently where supposedly everything's made out of sound, right? Like it's just, the, you know, about vibration, you know, creating matter and everything. Yeah. And then if you kind of expand to look at it even further, like into, you know, like ex expand, 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 everything's kind of um, little uh, Tauruses, you know? like literally so after kind of uh coming across this, this information for days i just kept like like i have goosebumps right now i kept just like seeing or feeling that everything like you know if you magnify enough everything is little tauruses if that makes right. sense. right yes that totally makes sense that is beautiful yeah yeah i think there's also like the direction of the taurus makes a big difference if it's this way around or if it's this way around huge difference yeah and I think our earth actually oddly enough is also doing on a, an energy level sometimes does this and sometimes does this and it inverts itself um yeah one of the one of the fun little keys I picked up along um the retrogrades especially mercury is to hang upside down because the whole world is upside down if nothing works out and everything, it actually popped up quite coincidentally. I was um, I was turning with a friend on a Friday and we're having this very deep conversation about that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean when the ship turns upside down. And I was like, that's quite interesting. Like, what if our Earth did that? And what about the retrogrades? So on Saturday evening, sitting with another friend and he flicks on the TV and guess what scene is playing? Of course. I kid you not. That exact same scene from the third Pirates of the Caribbean where the ship turns upside down. I'm like, post the movie. I need to take a video. <laughs> it was so wild. So then that was like a little confirmation like, yes, you're onto something. Go hang upside down. You'll feel much better. It's just like everything is inverted. So go invert yourself and then you'll feel much better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wild. Why not? Yeah, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's like, our inner center space is the same as our body, is the same as our house, is the same as our neighborhood, the same as our city, and our continent and the world and the entire interdimensional space beyond that. And um, <clears throat> if we change like a small piece of furniture and we just move it like slightly there or we move something here or a car stops somewhere in the neighborhood there that has like a ricochet effect into all of these little pockets because that's the metaphysical that's like the 5d in my opinion that it's that unrelatable that little jump between that entanglement it's that little thing which isn't a physical incarnation of anything it's just that maybe intention maybe thought maybe non-physical intelligence that has assigned meaning to something that can change it so one of the interesting ones was also um watching a movie and this is just how quickly things can manifest for the good or the bad which i i did have to unfortunately learn the hard way um thankfully not too hard but so i was watching it was just a random pro program on tv i think it was on like I don't know, National Geographic or something like that, but they were speaking about sinkholes and how all over the world there are these sinkholes and there are cars falling in and it's like 20 meters deep and who knows what. And there was just like a lot of like, you know, that subliminal fear thing that happens on TV. So I was like, oh, that's lame. But like, I've never even thought of the sinkholes. Like when in our country has ever a sinkhole even appeared? Like never, I've never even thought of this concept. The next day, drive back to my friend's house and I'm like why is the road closed that's so lame so I have to drive around the block and it's like an extra block because of one ways and yada yada and I get there and he sends me he shows me a text from his mom that she had sent from the neighborhood group chat the road was closed because a car fell into a sinkhole in that neighborhood where I like how <laughs> how this is like I, I don't even know and this is just how quickly things can start manifesting when we're like tapping into some other weird different space but alternatively that's also how we can manage things like fires and um things that happen in the world where 
just by moving and placing specifically small objects where we have assigned a meaning to, to another area, it can dissolve that whole scenario for better. And intention, like to me, it's all, it's all about intention. And then if you, I feel like expand it a little more, um, use, use the elements. Yes, exactly. Amazing. To kind of, um, material help, help it materialize. So just makes back in the day when, when people were, were doing magic, I'm not sure why I'm doing this, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it makes sense that, you know, they, they use their intention and they used elements. It makes complete yeah. sense. To me, it makes right? sense. I don't consider myself any, you know, witch or anything like, you know, like, because there's just like a name or label, whatever, but it makes sense to me that like, when I do something, I'll like, if I'll do energy work, for example, I'll use my intention, but then I'll do, I'll do actions to kind of like, it's yeah. aligned and then I'm making it physical through my physical movement you know but so i exactly use per se to do any magic with physical elements or anything but like it's definitely perhaps down the road for me because to me it works like just and definitely completely yeah yeah for sure and even like i I also like i I don't have time for all of the stuff like if i see something wrong like a fire I, i i care for the animals but like all the other stuff couldn't be bothered I have better things to do um but like with even just experimenting and seeing how does what work and kind of getting a grasp on how powerful our thoughts can actually manifest us I was in the garden and I was just watering this very specific spot and it had been quite dry over there and I'm watering and I'm just kind of getting this wondering sensation like I wonder if somewhere in the world there's gonna be a flood so my mom comes home about two, three hours later and she's like, Heike, guess what? The deep underground military bunkers have been flooded and all the evidence is up and they've like saved all the children. I'm like, what? Wild. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool. But just a random little patch in my garden apparently needed some water. So, but just through that relation can also tap into that Murphy's Law scenario. You know how we when we have a feeling like something bad is going to happen and we go, oh no, something bad is going to happen. You, you know, you kind of like don't want to jinx it. Like what if you then say it or you don't say it or I don't know, like something good is going to happen by saying it and by intentionally saying it. So if I have a feeling like something bad will happen, like oh, I will bump into someone that I don't like, for instance, um, just by saying, oh, I think this is going to happen that already has then through that happened because that then that scenario doesn't actually have to happen so we can change in the way that it does happen so it will happen but we can decide will it be a verbal conversation of that scenario happening or will the physical event actually have to take place so we can avoid and like learn from any kind of scenario in any way but that lesson will always still pop up, but we can then just decide how. Um, that that was actually quite an intense lesson for me as well. And this was before, before my awakening. This actually started triggering like, hey, wait a minute, something weird is going on. How do I have these feelings? Like, I have questions now. This is too uncanny for me now. This is not physical anymore. I'm a very rational, logical capricorn based human who looks at things very like so um the one evening i was working late and i get into i I was just it was after 10 i think and there was um this burger shop that had a special two burgers for one and they were the only ones open so i was gonna pull an all-nighter to work on my project in class and but 10 o'clock and I was like okay I gotta eat if I want to make it through the night I just gotta eat something so I woke myself over to the car but I got this really bad feeling I had a terrible feeling and I was like oh but I gotta eat something there's no way out of this I have to go just gotta you know it's fine brush it away it's all okay maybe maybe it's nothing you know maybe it's nothing that thing we all tell ourselves but we don't know 
sometimes we don't have yeah. to change things around oh, i'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> <laughs> exactly like what so i'm standing at my car and i actually stood there for like a minute or two deciding whether i should go or not because it was such a strong feeling i was like no no hang on no so eventually I'm standing there and two of my friends rock up from class. And they're like, ah, oh, you're heading home. I'm like, no, I'm deciding if I want to go to Wacky Wednesday or not. And they go like, oh, two burgers special. Yes, please. So I just, I stand there and I'm like, hey man, can you maybe like, can I jump in with you guys? And then in me thinking, okay, cool. Crisis averted, all good. Like if they're driving, they're in control. Obviously like my scenario is just, been avoided like whatever I was going to do in the car and like have an accident not going to happen all good so I jump in with them we go to go to the burger joint we get our joints but our, our burgers and we on the way home car accident literally a guy just didn't see us and he just came driving into our lane and that was it so thankfully no one was injured car was an absolute wreck but whew, what a lesson and and then that started really like making me question hang on a second like that was a weird feeling and it wasn't the first time that I had those feelings before either where you know you have that feeling you're like what is that specifically with death and I, I, I know death is like one of those very touchy very sensitive topics to speak about but it's actually an art like dying is an art I believe it's a part of life beautiful experience I haven't experienced it yet uh, that I know of <laughs> I can remember <laughs> who knows um but I do believe that there are ways in which we do tap out of out of our, our realities um and with my grand instance actually both of my grand grannies the first the first time a close family member had died was my grandmother and I walked out of the house one day and we hadn't spoken because there were some family issues and, you know, there was, there was just drama and we weren't really allowed to go connect on the other side. Like there was a lot of legal stuff happening. It was a mess. Anyway, so I stand out there and there were three crows sitting on a lamppost. And I don't know what in me, I think I was like 12 at the time, 12 or 13. I don't know what at the time made me think oh, someone's going to die. But that was the thought and I couldn't get rid of it. And I was like, no, 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 get it out of your head. That's nothing. Get it, no, no, out, out, out. And three days later, that was when my grand died. And then I thought, weird, how, how can we sense that before it happens? What is that feeling? Where does that come from? How do we know? And then very similarly with my other grand, she she had cancer and about a year before there was a sudden like it's almost like your head goes cold there's a bit of a ring and you can feel it in your stomach and it's a weird smell that burns like all the way into the back of your sinuses where you're like whoa something is off and you just get this like wave of like cold hot tingle and I was like oh my gosh and I just had this urge to spend a lot more time with her and I was like no it can't be it can't be it can't be and then a year later she was diagnosed and, and then it took me almost another six months. So it's it's weird how we have the abilities to sense these things. So if anything, it was, yeah. I'm thinking, uh, you know, how they, they say everything's technically like happening at once, like everything just exists at once. So I feel like if like in the quantum, you know, in the quantum field, like there is no future, there is no past, you know, it's just is, yeah. you know, and yeah. obviously, um um you know different timelines all this like just everything all at once so i'm just thinking you know like obviously if it's all one why would we not connect to that right right that's so yeah. true exactly <laughs> so like whether it's in the past in the future just like you know if you're connected to yourself perhaps you're also connected to the world and, and all that stuff so you're kind of connecting to a future version of yourself that's what how i'm seeing uh precognition that's that's what it, how it makes sense to me anyway yeah I think so as well definitely yeah. yeah it's a beautiful way of seeing it yeah yeah it's quite amazing it, it really is yeah. well uh I really want to say thank you so very much 
for uh, being on this very first episode of Ascension Stories. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so yeah. exciting. I'm really looking forward to another one. I still have so many stories, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see in the future. I'll have you come come back. You know, talk talk That'd more. Be great. Or, or maybe, yeah. maybe, who knows? Maybe you'll 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 do your own project. I know you want to. <laughs> I do. I am busy. <laughs> Very slowly though. It's going to take a couple of years. It's got to gather some information and like some more stories. It's going to be sci-fi, but uh, it's going to be totally based on my truth. <laughs> well, um, interesting. But not sellable for the general. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to be like, no way. What is sci-fi? What is sci-fi? I feel, I find that really interesting. What is sci-fi? Because Documentary. to me, to me, it's, it's, it's uh it's kind of like like in, in in our world um i feel like when it's labeled sci-fi it's like it's truth but we're calling it fiction that's what exactly me. for example literally. literally star trek for example exactly. sci-fi yeah, yeah it's hard to follow truth. <laughs> i'm like yeah. how do you guys know mm. how do you guys know yeah supposedly it was yeah. Supposedly, this information was channeled, so it makes sense. But like again, they're calling it sci-fi. But I'm like, mm, but it's not false per se. <laughs> exactly, it's like totally real. It's totally happened. It's just I think not everyone is ready for the truth yet. So instead of like going like no fucking ways, they go like it's sci-fi. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All this yeah. wonderful stuff. Well, sci-fi. Mm, okay. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. It's basically just like a whole little stories and a couple of little like lessons and some insights and stuff that I've like picked up along the way that I'd really like to share with whoever wants to watch or read okay. whichever way I'm going to be doing it. So yeah. yeah. Sure. Amazing. Um, Thank you so much for having me and like for the amazing time and yeah, all the best. Well, I want to ask you, uh, do you have anything that you want to kind of bring forward? Like how people can find you or anything that you would like to share uh, or just not yet? Not yet. <laughs> Still going. Still, Still testing out my wings. <laughs> yeah, growing, growing. Yes. All right. So thank you so very, very much. I really appreciate you, your energy you. and your presence in our human chat. Um, oh, thank you so much. It's been amazing. <laughs> it's been really, really awesome. So, Mwah. Mwah. thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Go well. Bye. Bye. Bye.